0: nation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red Hot Chili Prepper. This is episode 14. I'm Suzanne Sherman. Joining me, as always, Jeff Johnson, co-host, producer, and wonderful friend. Today, we're going to talk about getting started in the world of prepping on a budget of $250. We submitted an inquiry to our listeners and asked what they wanted us to talk about this week, and that was one of the questions I found very intriguing. So, we're going to start with that. But before we get rolling, for now, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the red hot chili, C H I L L Y, Prepper, Politi Prep Podcasts. And they have a fan page also on Facebook. And also, I have a YouTube channel, The Red Hot Chili Prepper. We're going to start adding content to that and broadcasting there directly as well. And you can also listen to us on Anchor FM if you can't listen to the Facebook live. The cool thing about Facebook Live is um, you can comment, we'll share your comments on the air. We do love the interaction. That's really the only reason we do that here. And again, if you can't listen live, Anchor, FM, we're on seven platforms and counting, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Play Podcast, as well as Anchor uh, itself. So when you're there, you can support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. And yes, this is great. Mike is saying how timely cause he just got his new off the grid place. Uh, I think his budget's going to be a little bit more than $250 if he just got his property. But again, a lot of a lot of um, comments I hear is I just don't have the money to get started. Let's say you have a small amount and we're gonna get right into that. Also, you can go to SuzanneCSherman.com And you can support us there. And I do have some articles and blogs on that page as well. So uh, that being said, just how are you today? I'm kind of having a weird morning.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this morning was a little bit, I mean, it started off pretty good. And then it got a little stressful when your computer died. And the um, up in the air nature of doing the show this morning. But we are forging ahead. You're on your phone. We make it work. And you know what? Uh, this goes to this $250. You have to learn how to be adaptive. You have to learn how to overcome. Things are not going to go as planned. It does. It, every plan goes out the window as soon as the bullets start flying. In this case, this morning, the computer died. And so the, our best laid plans changed. We had to adapt and overcome. And when it comes to this $250, you're going to have, uh, I mean, obviously, $250 is not going to get you everything you need to be prepared. But what it's going to do is we're just going to kind of give you some uh, opening salvos on how you can start and how to invest your money wisely in the beginning. Uh, and you may run into some roadblocks. So you're going to have to adapt and overcome and you're going to have to make a change. Just like, well, here we go, Suzanne. Here's a good example with the whole canning thing. Uh, I wanted to buy an all-American canner. Uh, I had adapt and overcome because Why? Because I can't get one until January, they're that far behind. So prepping is just going to require you to make some adjustments periodically, and that's life at, in general. That's what I have to say so far this morning. Now you can go. Now the host can talk because the, <laughs> pro- the not the not number one producer. Thanks, Blake, is
0: now done talking. Well, speaking of canning, I got a great comment from listener Debbie, and uh, in Oklahoma, and she said, "Wow." You guys were right. We cannot get canning lids anywhere. I can't find them. And uh, I I had written an article, I think it was in March when all this was starting, telling people, look, if you're not into preparing yet, it's not too late, but it will be hard to get things. Well, what happened right after that, Jeff? We couldn't get seeds. Everything was shut down. Seeds were deemed non-essential. It was very difficult to to purchase, like, like in some stores weren't selling items that were not food related. So she could not find canned goods. So when I said, it's not too late, but you can still get supplies now. Folks, there are still things available. And one of the things Debbie said was, well, they did have canning jars there. Should I get those even though I have some? I said, yes, 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 yes. Get them while you can. I was able to get some canning lids at the local grocery store down in my little town. And I bought quite a few. I did leave some for others. Don't be that guy that just gets everything you can. Uh, just because it's there. Do think about some other people as well. So I got a bunch more canning lids. Yes, I still had some at home, but uh, I guess absolutely buy canning jars while you have them. You never know when they're going to be the next item. Uh, Going down the little rabbit hole tinfoil hat thing, maybe, or there's some reason, is somebody telling them to back off production? We'll never know. The practical effect is you can't get them right now. Couldn't get chickens earlier was, you know, that was a run. People were making a run on those. We don't have to go through the whole toilet paper thing all over again, but folks, times aren't going to get any better. I know a lot of people will say, well, after the elections in November, it's gonna be fine. No, it's not. Continue to plan. We do try to be positive. And the way to stay positive is to just look at at things from a rational manner and understand we need to keep supplying. Okay, but I have no money. What am I gonna do? Okay, I have no preps. Let's see, $250. Here's how we start. Now, this might seem self-serving because I have a link to this book on my website. Again, one of the ways you can support us, go to my suggested reading page on SuzanneCSherman.com. Some amazing books there, including, let me see if I can get this on my phone. Oh, look how something worked well this morning. How about that? The bestseller, Handbook to Practical Disaster Preparedness for the Family. This is by Arthur T. Bradley. I've interviewed him several times, and I love this book. So if you're going to start for 10% of your $250, you can have knowledge that will carry you through. So start with investing in knowledge, and then from here you can pick and choose what's what works best for you. Jeff, do you have any idea how I could do a show and tally up Items coming to two hundred and fifty dollars. It's going to work for everybody.
1: <laughs> Possible because you, and everyone has different needs, and they already have whatever they already have supplies. So whatever the, you know, everyone's going to have a little different. But the one thing everyone always needs is more knowledge, and that book uh, from Arthur T. Bradley is very very good. <coughs> he's one of the founders of this whole thing. So if you're looking for a founding father prepper stuff, he's the guy to go looking for.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a comprehensive book. It covers everything from sanitation, communications, keeping warm, keeping cool, evacuation. I mean, it's, it's a comprehensive resource. I would start with that book. Now what we know is food, water, and shelter. We're talking people living in a normal situation right now. We're not addressing the homeless. We're, talking, we're assuming that you have a, a home of some kind to live in, roof over your head and walls around you. <clears throat> when it comes to water, right now we're not we're not talking about a post-apoc situation. Everybody has water, running water available to them. Nonetheless, that can stop. I would start stocking up on bottles of, uh, bottles of water. One thing I have noticed is those cheap gallon water bottles that you can get for 88 cents. They used to be at Walmart. or any of those places, they don't store well. I don't know if you've ever stored them, Jeff, but I had a bunch of those stored up for one time. And eventually they all leaked out into other supplies that I had. They ruined a huge bag of baking soda that I had. So think about how you're going to store that water. 50 gallon drums are really good if you want to do something like that. They have these big bladders that can actually fit into a bathtub. So again, not sure how much those are, but if you know that there's going to be a situation coming you can put one of those in and fill it up and give yourself some water. If you're near a water source, go ahead.
1: So uh, here's, a, here's the thought, folks. On, on the cheap, everyone, every day every day everyone is pulling a gallon jug of milk out of their refrigerator. And you're filling up your cereal bowl or putting it in your coffee. And when that is empty, and I bet most of you are, I'm sure there's a few that don't, most of you are putting it right in the garbage can. So here's an idea. Bleach it out, get it good and clean. Fill it with good water, and get some of the bleach. Because I'm on a well, so I would definitely want to add some sort of thing to help it maintain. So get that unscented bleach. Pour pour the proper amount for the water. You don't want a lot. You just need a couple drops for a gallon, and get that so it stores well. Close it up, put it away, and you will on the cheap. You're now storing water, and so we're not even hardly hitting your two hundred fifty dollars yet, Andrew. Because I just gave you a, a prep that it's, it's you're buying the milk anyway. Use that gallon jug.
0: And, you know, by the way, when you have a bottle of shampoo, dish soap, anything like that that runs empty, don't rinse it out. Put water in there, and you can use that for hygiene purposes because hygiene is a really important part of preparedness. Not only will it make you easier to live with, but it can help keep you healthy as well. So that is something else that is also free. That bottle is empty, just fill it up. I did a um, show with one of my my, um, a lady that was pretty influential in preparedness. And she said, wow, even I I never thought of that. So that's a good way to store those. And those bladders, thank you, Donna. They hold 100 gallons of water and are available at Amazon. I don't know if you wanna check the price on that, Jeff. can't right now on my phone. We know what happened during the break when I tried to go up there. Uh, Brad is saying I sell milk jugs for extra water for our animals. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now I also have a stream, a spring-fed stream, also behind my house. So if I need to catch capture more water, I can do that. Well, how can I purify that on the fly or disinfect it on the fly? Well, I can have some iodine tablets, pool shock. All of these things are cheap, some bleach, make sure it doesn't get outdated and know how to purify that water. You can learn how to purify and disinfect water again in Arthur's book, The Handbook to Practical Disaster Preparedness for the Family. So again, start cheap and then learn how to save money on the way by doing it by doing it yourself. So have sources of water close by, you can get them inexpensively. You don't have to go out and buy 50 gallon buckets, do these, you know, the 50 gallon drums. Um, you know, that's going to take up a lot of your, a lot of your resources. Yeah. Any more thoughts so, on water, on Amazon, mm-hmm.
1: So on yeah. Amazon, those bladders are $178. So that wouldn't really fit into this $250 thing Yeah, uh, that we're talking about today. But as you were progressing in your preps and you down the road had an extra $200, you could buy a bladder and add that to your preps. So... That's why I suggested the water jugs. Uh, there may be other things you have around the house. Um, some people buy peanut oil and five-gallon drums for their, uh, their thing that they do the turkey in, the, the deep fryer. So you may have that. You may be able to wash that out. Now you have a five-gallon bucket that you can put away with water or you know maybe whatever you need it for. We'll be right back after this message about Anchor FM.
0: And then again, consider your climate where you live. Uh, you might have to store that inside your house. If I were to put those outside in my garage, they would freeze, and that would uh, that would that would ruin the structural integrity of the containers there. So consider your climate, your storage capabilities. So let's see what else. Um, like I said, nobody has zero preps. So again, we're assuming we have shelter. This is how you can store some water on the cheap and just reuse, repurpose some of the materials that you already have. The other thing too, food. A lot of times you can go to the dollar store, you can get food really inexpensively, canned items. I I just went to Walmart and grabbed a bunch of these, they were a dollar a piece. Mind you, this is not the kind of nutrition I advocate for long-term if you wanna be healthy, but they have these packaged noodles, garlic, Parmesan, whatever flavors, a dollar, a pouch. Take them up on those kind of sales. Get that stuff. You want to have stuff that's going to keep you uh, full, warm, comfort food, things like that. You're smiling, Jeff (laughs) What?
1: Oh, because part of my preps, if I went out there and showed you, I have boxes of, we we call it crackhead soup, Uh, ramen (laughs) noodles. Uh, You know what? Uh, They're carbohydrates, if you needed, if you're in the long-term thing during the winter and you needed carbohydrates to, uh, give your body energy to stay warm and to continue moving on, is it the best stuff in the world? No, but you know what? You can always uh, doctor it with some of those uh, tomatoes you p- uh, put away. Um, I mean, and they're very, very inexpensive. So, you know, I, I laughed cause I was thinking, oh my gosh, I shouldn't probably say it, but you know, here we go. So I have Crack well, kids soup out on my freezer. We so.
0: all have that. When when soups go on sale, stuff like that at the dollar store, it's better than having nothing at all. And I have a bunch of these, uh, you know, the other kind of soups like that, that I, I I'll just give to people, you know, barter or somebody's hungry. It's like, oh, here, take some of this, help your friends out. You know, it's something, it's better than nothing. So you can get food on the cheap. Another thing to think about, <clears throat> and I did a show, Jeff, we did this, We went to um, Welfare Square. Now, if you're in the Salt Lake area, especially out here in Utah, we have a lot of uh, bishops' pantries. The LDS Church, the Latter-day Saints, very, very good at helping people in need. So if you have some need for food and want to get some for free so you don't have to put that into your $250, go down there. What I would encourage people to do, though, if you do take someone up on charitable donations, give back. So either help somebody else out, or say, you know, I might not have a lot of money, but can I help you stock shelves? Is there something I can do here to uh, to contribute for what I've I have taken from you and what you've generously given us? So that's something to consider. If you do get something free, um, give back. Work out some barter with your neighbors if you need some repairs for your home. We did say that we're assuming everybody has a home, but what if? You have some repairs that need to be made, and you can't afford to do that. Maybe trade some of your food or some of your other supplies or other, you know, labor that you can do with that person. So, there are ways to not eat up, no pun intended, that $250 by barter, by work, you know, exchange something like that. Medical supplies, I would definitely have some of those on hand. I do. I have, um, you know, Advil. I'm not a fan of Tylenol, but I do have some of that on hand. You want to have some first aid. You want to have, I, I, you know, again, we're talking modern day. The grid has not shut down completely. If you want to invest in a tourniquet, they're not that expensive. But I would focus on digestive issues, you know, um, for diarrhea, for vomiting, that sort of thing that can really make you dehydrated and sick and give you some comfort. One of my favorite things also for medical is I have some ginger root extract that is phenomenal for stomach-related issues, as is baking soda. Very, very inexpensive. You can get a big a big bag of baking soda on the cheap. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: Yes, and add a bottle of uh, liquid Benadryl to that list mm-hmm. because people may be allergic to certain things. If you have an allergic reaction, at least the Benadryl, will, the antihistamine will lessen the effect of the allergic reaction. Uh, so keep some liquid on so they can... Drink some right away, it, you know. So uh, Benadryl is a good thing to keep on, as well as with all these other ones as well.
0: Well, when you talk about Benadryl too, I also think about the the venom that's included with bee stings and bites. So I keep uh, vinegar on hand. White vinegar is very cheap. You can get a gallon of that. And by the way, when it's empty, you can use that gallon to store some water. Might not be really good for drinking because of that flavor, but it's definitely a way to save for some water for cooking or something like that. So some white vinegar also for bug stings, that sort of thing. Um, So the basic first aid, I also keep um, some antibiotics on hand and that's probably not going to be advisable, you know, by the powers that be. But if you are planning on long-term survival, I have used them a couple times when I have had lung issues because I have been prone to those. And I live far away from medical help, and it's it's just been easier for me to not have to go to a doctor when I've been sick. And I know what my issue are issues is issue is jeez. Um, so that's something you the, may or may not want to. For the English, wanna, for, the English for the English speakers, help me out. <laughs> so, water, medical, some basic food knowledge. Let's talk about some of the other items that you want to have on hand uh let's see brad is saying benadryl yes is my friend right now poop poison ivy so yeah you also want to think of some contact uh treatments for that like calamine lotion things like that also for your food storage uh honey if you can get some honey that you know is legit honey and has the actual pollen and uh something like that that does not go bad so not only is that great for enhancing flavors in your food. It's great for morale. You can get some sugar in your blood. It's really good if you just want to snack on it or treat wounds with it. Uh, When I was at, at the outdoor survival gathering, Jeff, we had a guy out there who was a medic and he actually showed a picture of a guy who had amputated part of his finger and they had treated it and were putting honey. They had it wrapped around, actually, he did get proper medical advice, but afterwards he kept treating it afterwards with honey and it regenerated and he healed completely. So I would keep something like honey that has multiple purposes on hand for something like that. Shoes, really important. Uh, This was something, living in earthquake country, if there's an earthquake, you need to possibly walk through a lot of broken glass, broken materials, that can hurt your feet. Uh, So one thing I would invest in is a good pair of sturdy shoes or boots. Look for those on sale, look for the discount stores, things like that, but that's something I would have. Depending also on your uh, climate where you are, I would definitely invest in some blankets and heavy coats. Uh, again secondhand store welfare square i went there they had plenty of coats on sale go ahead jeff yeah
1: yeah so as far as boots you can find there's so many now discount sites on the <laughs> internet that uh, you could probably find any a number of pair of boots that are of decent quality you're not going to get the top end baits or rockies or whatever you're gonna you may not get the best but There's a lot of discount sites out there now that sell decent shoes that you need to, you need to have good shoes. Uh, I have two pair of good boots because I have a summer pair and I have a winter pair um, that are invaluable to me because uh, if you're not, if you're not taking care of your feet, you're not moving around at all.
0: Yeah. And, and the the other thing, too, is as you were talking about canning and also community. We've shared the story before about a mutual friend that was living in a community uh, that was affected by Hurricane Katrina. And for three weeks, they all had to come together and share the resources. You had a hard time getting a canning jar or a canning uh, pressure canner. What if you know somebody that has one and you've got peaches, I'm canning about 30 cans of peaches or 30 pounds of peaches right now, and say, I can get some equipment together or I can do some of the work. Can I borrow this? I will get the canning jars. Canning jars, by the way, you can also look in garage sales for any of these things that we've mentioned. Uh, Canning jars, pressure canners, check out garage sales, thrift stores. One word of caution, if you do purchase canning jars used, Make sure that they are not cracked and they don't have any breaks in the rims because that will affect the seal. And in an emergency situation, say you might not be able to get to medical assistance uh, easily or at all, you don't wanna deal with an issue like botulism or foodborne illnesses because you used defective cans or didn't can your food properly. I wanna go through some interesting items. I mean, a lot of of these, Prepping sites will give you a list of items that you absolutely have to have, um, but again, you have to consider your area. Let's see, I've said I've mentioned baking soda, honey, matches, matches, love matches. Let's give, it, let's do a uh, shout out also. If you want to invest in a fire starter that will outlast matches and any lighters, uh, Purifier Tactical Bobby Lynn out in Florida. You can find him on Facebook. You can also go to the Purifier Tactical website. Jeff will have you share it there. As well, so you want a way to you want to have a way to start a fire, and I think that'll eat up maybe about thirty dollars of your investment there. A worthy investment that will last you uh, quite some time. Reading glasses. Hello, see, got these here. <clears throat> I have a lot of items that I'm still learning how to use, or I need reading glasses just so I can see and work them. For instance, on my Instapot, if I need to set it to pressure or venting ceiling or venting. I need my glasses to see it because I can't read it. Have reading glasses on hand. Even if you have a special prescription that you get from your doctor, go and get yourself some readers for magnification. So think about the items that you would really miss if you didn't have. That includes pen, paper, ways to write notes, ways to communicate. Um, batteries, things like that. You can get those on sale. I would just want to make sure if you get them from a uh, the dollar store, check them to make sure that they are working and that the, the source there is a reliable one. Jeff, can you imagine a use for a Nerf football? Trick question.
1: Well, you can entertain yourself. <laughs> That's the only thing I would know.
0: Well, here's something interesting, and I came across this. Remember when you were out here and we watched that movie American Blackout? And there was a couple that was stuck in a high-rise building in New York City. Eventually, when you have issues like this uh, long-term, like let's say the grid goes down, the plumbing facilities, the sewage plant facilities are going to stop working because the pumps won't have electricity to keep them going. A Nerf ball will keep sewage from backing up into your home. So, if you can't get away from your home, or you just don't want that back in oh hello, hello, Lily, Lily says hi. Um, you can stuff a Nerf ball down in that toilet and keep it from overflowing. So that might make a very uncomfortable living situation um, completely avoidable. So I would stock up on a few of those as well. I'm st- I'm I'm here on septic, so I don't have to worry what's happening with the rest of the infrastructure when it comes to something like that. But you know, so also safety. Jeff, you want to talk a little bit about safety and securing your home? And we'll yeah. get more into that when we get into the shelter in on, place. But I on, think
1: $250, yeah, on $250, you're pretty limited. But there are some things you can do. You need to have a quality. You need to have quality knives. And I'm not talking about cutlery for trimming your stakes and stuff like that. I'm talking a quality combat knife. Uh, there's a bazillion out there. If you look on eBay, and here's another thing, Suzanne, we never even mentioned, and I hate to make this, say this, but look on eBay for some of these things. Every once in a while, I have gotten some things off of eBay really, really inexpensively that were really, really high quality. I have two different sets of uh, hearing protection and comms that are both used by our special forces. And I got them really, really inexpensively on on eBay, and they are the exact same thing our military is using. So, you know, watch eBay. There are some deals out there. You got to be very careful because there's some really, really cheap knockoffs out there. Uh, but you you can do it. Uh, and I've gotten top knives. If you find top knives on there and you can get them inexpensively, buy a top knives because you're getting a quality quality knife. And, again, I'm talking this is protection, so it's got to be at least a 3-inch blade. Anything over a 3-inch blade is uh, ideal for protection. So, yeah, on the $250, you're really limited on what you can do, but at least have a quality knife because there's multiple use. I mean, you can use it to cut things up. Uh, you have so many different uses for the knife. So add that to your preps as, as an inexpensive way to have a little bit of security. We'll be right back to the discussion right after this about Roxanne, the music provider for the Wasatch Report.
0: Music for this program has been brought to you by Roxanne, courtesy of Rat Pack Records. Radio Silence is the album and is available on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, com, and roxanneband.com. And and just an everyday carry knife. I mean, you can use it for so many things. I I have one with me all the time. I think uh, I don't have it handy right here. It's in my backpack by the door. I'm not gonna get up and get it. But my friend uh, CW out of Louisiana actually made me one and I brought it with me to the latest gathering and I showed it off and they said it was exquisite. So we'll share the link for his site again. Knives can get pricey, but you can also get good deals. Remember you do get what you pay for but a, a an inexpensive one, if your life isn't going to depend on it, is again better than nothing. Let's talk about communications a little bit. And um, again, redundancy. My computer was down, but I still have my phone. Ham radio. You can get a handheld ham radio, even if you want to just listen. You don't have, and then it's an emergency situation. Nobody's going to care if you have a license or not. But do familiarize yourself with it. There are free resources to learn how to use, operate a ham radio online. Again, that's free. Knowledge is free. When you want to look it up, look up. You know, if there's something that interests you on YouTube. But do take into consideration the fact that if the situation gets serious, you might not have internet access. You might not be able to access. You know, this source of technology at all. That's why I am a huge. Fan of having an actual book. This knowledge will be with you regardless of whether or not you can still get online. Again, get a book, have that knowledge handy with you.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, here we go. (laughs) Again, when it comes, it comes. Uh, I have everything from a Bayfong, and this is where it comes into this $250 thing. You can get Bayfongs that have an output of up to eight uh, watts. So they're relatively powerful for what you're getting and they're about 48 to six they're between 40 and 60 dollars, depending on where you where you purchase them and then i go all the way up to i have my uh, yesu vr6 x and that one was very expensive uh as uh, handhelds go and it i mean in the, it that's relative because to me it's very expensive to other people it's probably just a drop in the bucket but that one there would eat up your entire budget it's it's under 300 um so it would eat up that whole amount but that one there is a high quality radio that is made of quality materials so you can go with uh, i entered at the bayong i have bayongs uh so it's i entered where i could and now as i've progressed in my preps i've i've upgraded my preps and that's where you're going to do this with you if you're on a 250 dollars budget you may be you're going to come in at the entry level with a lot of things and as time goes on and you have more cash you're going to upgrade those to better preps then you have two and you're not it's like today with suzanne we the computer died so we went to number two having only one she would have been dead in the water but now she had two she's on the radio
0: speaking of one is none Uh, A while back, I was pressure canning and it was time to pressure can another batch of elk. And I could not find the weight for my pressure canner. If you don't have a weight, you are not pressure canning, okay? It's just not gonna happen. Couldn't find it anywhere. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) No pun intended. I remember dumping a huge bunch of leftovers after I made stock out for the chickens. So I went out to the chicken coop and somehow that weight had gotten scooped up with all the scraps and ended up there. Now it's stainless steel. I was able to sterilize it and all that. It's like people have to think, yeah, I'm never gonna eat any of her food. That's fine. Um, so I did order another one. So I have two. <laughs> and uh, where was we going? Let's 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 do a little math now. So I'm gonna start with 25 bucks. There's our book. Let's do another 35 for Bobby's Fire Starter, Pure Fire Tactical, if you wanna just do it right and know that you can start fire no matter what. What about uh, alternative sources of cooking? You can get a Coleman camp stove. Um, How much are those, Jeff? I mean, you can get a cheap one, you can get cheap.
1: Remember those ones we saw at the the show that are a metal, that unfold, and then you can even just use wood. You'd have to be outside. But you could mm-hmm. actually just use wood. And uh, if you want to be on the really on the inexpensive, you probably already have a, a grill sitting outside that has a burner on the side of it. You could mm-hmm. boil water, do all kinds of things out on your grill, which you already have. So you might have to invest another twenty dollars into another tank just to make sure you have an extra.
0: And if you live in an apartment <clears throat> and you don't have a, a grill. Uh, You might have a window where you can have a barbecue. You can get a camp stove, put that out there. I believe you can use a camp stove, just a butane, you know, the, the propane canisters and cook inside. I have, here's how I have redundancy when it comes to cooking. I have a range, I have a grill, I have a smoker, I have a wood stove, I have an outdoor fire pit. And, uh, you know, I also have, let's see what other ways to do this. Look, also you can do do-it-yourself solar cookers if you want to do something like that. Again, if you don't want to buy a lot of stuff, buy the knowledge and then figure out how to make these yourselves. You mentioned that folding stoves. That's, by the way, Emberlit, our good friend Mikhail Makuryov has those. So um, let's see, a book, fire starter. I would invest in a knife. Again, you can get some good quality knives. You can eat up as much of that budget as you want. Uh, ham radio about what 50 bucks getting into there so we're looking at about 100 150 bucks right now if you want to combine efforts one person in your community can have a pressure canner hot water bath canner things like that and that's how you can also save money multiply your resources you can get some food for free if you go to the the for instance the bishop's pantry like I said earlier, encourage you to give back. If you do that, get your jackets, get some things at thrift stores, batteries, things like that. You can get at also dollar stores as a great source for um, some supplies as well. So you can, you know, if you really think about it and plan for what you need, you can you can go quite well, go quite, go quite far on your $250. Um, Another source of cooking, you can buy some cinder blocks or find some and make something called a rocket stove. Maybe I'll make one here and do a video of it so we can show you how well those work as well. All right, everybody, on behalf of myself, I'm Suzanne Sherman and Jeff Johnson. We wanna thank you for joining us today on the Red Hot Chili Prepper Podcast.